I'm not going to quit talking about what God is doing because I remember where he started 18 years ago and I remember what he told me 18 years ago and 18 years later I'm seeing the manifestation of what he told me 18 years ago so I am not going to get tired of talking about what God is doing you might get tired of hearing it, but I'm not going to get tired of talking about it. Amen. You, you, you got to hold on to what God says. You got to hold on to it, and, and it ain't, it ain't guaranteed it's going to happen overnight. See, we living in a microwave day now. We living in a day now where people, God says something to people, oh, it's going to happen. That don't mean it's going to happen today. That don't mean it's going to happen next week. We want to rush the will of God. And when we, when we try to rush the will of God, we get out of the will of God. Because eventually, you're going to start coming up with personal ideas to help the will of God come to pass. Yeah. And you're going to be like Abraham himself. Y'all ain't saying that. You're going to be like Abraham and Sarah, and, and, and you're going to recruit a Hagar. Uh -huh. And you're going to produce an Ishmael. Because you don't want to wait on Isaac. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. And that's what we see today. We want, we want God to give us Isaac now. And what you don't understand is a promise is for later. That's what you don't understand. When somebody make you a promise, it's not for now. A promise is for later. We don't understand. We don't understand. We don't understand. We don't understand that everything don't have to happen for you now because you want it to. Because what that would suggest, you are in control. And what God would do, he would keep denying you what you want. To show you, you ain't in, you are not in control. I wish I had some help right on here. I'm going to preach, I'm going to preach anyway, but I wish I had some help in here. And see, we got to understand, we don't run nothing. I'm 21 plus, that's all. The reality is, that's all y'all. Hallelujah to God. Because the Bible said, I feel like preaching already. It is in Him that we need. It is in Him that we move. And it is in Him that we have our need. So if you don't have Him, you are nothing. Jesus said in St. John 
John 15. He said, I am the true man. And my father is the husband man. You are the branch. And, uh, and unless you are connected to the true man, you can't bring forth fruit. Hallelujah to God. And, and as long as you stay connected, that means if you stay connected now, honest, please understand, you're going to be pruned. That's a part of your producing. You can't produce without being pruned. Consume your own lust. 
them because you ask them this. Hallelujah to God. God said, I don't answer because I know your intent. I know your heart is not towards me. For you honoring me with your lips. But your heart is so far from me. See, a lot of times when we go in prayer, we go in prayer with words, but we leave our hearts on the outside. I can't get no help in here. I said sometimes when we go into the even in the sanctuary, when we come to church, we come to church with our voice, but we don't come with our hearts. We don't come with our soul. We don't come. We leave our spirit somewhere else. We done been around the wrong crew. We done been around the wrong environment. We done been around the wrong company. And we want to come into the presence of God and expect to get a pure blessing. But we done been around impurity all week. And we haven't sanctified ourselves. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all don't like that do I said we haven't sanctified ourselves. The Bible tells us to sanctify yourself. Modify the deeds. He told you the whole he was giving them an order in the Old Testament when they entered into the Holy of Holy. He said, take out the filthy garments. The spot I prepared a place for you to prepare. There is a place for you to get dressed. I already prepared a place for you to take off what needs to be pulled off. I already, I already prepared but I told you to stop at the outer court. That's where you get your stuff together. That's where you check your attitude. Right there. Y'all been saying that. Don't you enter into his gates with no attitude. Don't you enter into no gates with a lust spirit. Don't you enter into his gates with a hidden agenda. You come into his presence with thanksgiving into his Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the judgment board of the church. You ain't got to tell everybody what you did in sin. If you can just confess with your heart. This is what, this is what he said. What you need to confess and believe in your heart that God yes. you to go. Raise Jesus from the dead. If you can utter those words out of your mouth, here comes salvation. I wish I had help here. Now you got to say it in front of me and you got to to me that you really say I ain't thinking about you. Hallelujah to God. Because where were you when I when I had all of those crazy thoughts? Where were you when I was going through hell and high water? Where were you when I was going through a divorce? Where were you when I was going through people betraying me in ministry? Where were you? Folks always want to tell you what you need to do after you come out. Come on. 
No, 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 it's, 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 it's a special prayer for you. Amen. Don't worry about it. God's going God's to protect you. I told him to sell it. The Lord told me, I got to pray for you before I get out of here today. Because the angels of the Lord are encamped about you. Okay. Say what you want. But the Lord sees. That's why we got to be ready at all times to lay up. You know what they say? You got to be ready at all times to be uncomfortable. See, we want to be used. Sister Mary Jane. But the problem with that, a lot of people want to be used. But they want to be used comfortable. They don't want to pay the cost. If you going to walk with Jesus, you're going to pay I'm not talking about sea offerings. Y'all ain't saying that. Hundred dollar lines. No, you gonna pay. You gonna pay with a payment called humility. You gonna pay with another payment called self crucifixion. Self denial. And put on the check. I'm fasting today. I'm tired of my plate down. I'm consecrating myself from some things that is distracting me from him. See how the church be deceived. See how it goes. No, no. But, 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 but Hosea said, my people are destroyed. For lack of knowledge, because they have rejected knowledge. Knowledge is information that has been received and applied. That's it. That's it. Because until you apply it, you don't know it. That's right. That's right. It's just information. Yes. Lord, and a lot of folk got a lot of information, but they don't have no knowledge. That's right. Because they haven't applied what they have been informed. Paul said, uh, 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 he says, my prayer to God for Israel that they might be saved. Now here's the problem. For I bear their bread that they have a zeal of God but not according to God. <laughs> and, they, and they are not walking in my righteousness, my righteousness but they have gone about Establishing their own righteousness. So, what do we see today? We see people who have established their own righteousness.
righteousness. That which is in right standing with them, that which seemeth right to them. And he said, but it's not according to knowledge. All that we've taught them, they have not applied it to where they can get the truth about God's word. See, see, now here's the problem. See, here's the problem. Here's the problem. And, 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 as, and, as, and as pastors and leaders all across the country, this is what we run into. When we are preaching and teaching, there won't be people in the pew who thinks they already know what's being taught. You're right. So they're not open to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Because, because they have heard the scripture before, they think they know all there is to know, and they think they've heard all there is to say. Y'all mighty quiet. And so, oh, I know that scripture. You heard the scripture. Don't say you know something and not do it. Because the Bible says, woe to them that know to do and don't do. The same is seen. So here it is. People stop at being able to quote a verse. But they don't know the verse. Because the word know is an intimate word. Biblically, it's an intimate word. Which means you got to spend time with that scripture. You can't just keep it. That ain't spending time. In order for that scripture to be fulfilled in your ears. In order for that scripture to bless and conform and transform your life. You got to spend time with the word. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You read a scripture for your devotion, but you don't spend time with that scripture. You don't, you don't, you don't make no intimate time with that scripture. You don't, you don't, you don't yield yourself. You don't posture yourself for the scripture to impart it to you. We read it, walk away. And we interpret it according to our intellect. Or we'll, we'll go to the Bible and we'll find a scripture that's going to pacify us in our situation. We're not going to read a scripture that's going to mature us. That's going to rebuke us. That's going to correct us. That's going to prune us. We want a scripture to comfort us. To make us comfortable in a place that God is intentionally disrupting. God is the one that's shaking your bush. And you want to go and find a scripture to help you be comfortable in God's shaking. So you're trying to take God's word to try to go against God's process. 
I know y'all don't like that. I know you don't like it, but you need to hear it. Because you, that's what you're doing, and that's why you're not getting no results. And that's why you get mad and be frustrated in what's going on in your life. It's you. It's you. You can't take God's word to go against what he's doing in your life. Want to live, want to live. 
to live, live, you got to live in God. Because if you're trying to live outside of God, you ain't living, you just exist. But there, there are people that want God to give them the abundant life. They want the blessings. They want the favor. They want the houses. They want the cars. They want all the prestige. They want. They want. They want the notoriety. Yes, sir. But you want all of that existing. We didn't come that you exist. I come that you might have life. The state of living. I, I give you life. You can't live without life. Y'all ain't saying that. So, so God said, God said, I come that you live. Now you can, but you can't live without life. So I come that you get, get, that you that I give you life. I come to give life so you can live. I want you to live, but you can't live without life. And if you won't get life, you gotta get deep. So, when I received Jesus, I was sentenced to life. Oh, let me get, let me get out of here. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. He said, when I received Jesus, he sentenced me to life. Of the revelation of who Jesus is. 
Y'all can talk about the old church if you want. But the old church had joy. They ain't had no Mercedes. They ain't had no BMW. But you couldn't tell it. You could not tell that the old saints didn't have a lot. Because their countenance, their attitude, their persona, their personality, their posture, man, you thought they were big then. When family dollar stops, smell like perfume and fried chicken. You, you, you couldn't tell it. When, when, when them polyester suits, the brothers, the thing in your iron, they shine. You couldn't tell. Because they did not allow the condition to dictate their position. Because their faith was not in the finest of things. Where rust and moth do eat away. But their hope and their faith and their trust was in God. They didn't have all this high dollar blue cross blue sheets. Cigna and all of these other uh, 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 insurance uh, programs. They had oil. Couldn't afford to have no surgery. They anoint you with oil. And they spoke to the elders and said, by the time you make it back to the dust, we're going to shout over this. We're going to pray. We're going to anoint you with oil. And we believe God is going to do something supernatural. Before the person can get out the church, more or less back to the doctor. They started moving. Got up out of the wheelchair. Didn't need no physical therapy because God made them whole at the surgery. At the cancer of the physical therapy. They went back and, and the doctor said, why you, why you come back here? Because I expected you to be in the chair. I expect you to be on crutches. Where are them crutches? Oh, they hanging up at the church. Y'all been saying Hallelujah, y'all going back because I sure don't need it. But what we see now, we've traded the miracles of God for platforms with props.
Because unfortunately, people don't believe God can do those things anymore. We've seen folk come in drunk, intoxicated, and I don't I'm talking about the difference too. Amen. We was all on Lee Street. You remember we was all on Lee Street, Bishop, Bishop Johnson? And, and folk would come in as a king. Yes, it is. Drunk in the skull. Listen, listen. But tears just a running. And the Lord delivered them from drugs. Unstopping their tears. There was a lady that was there one night that the paramedics came to go come get. She was blind. They had the record in the system at the hospital. She was blind. We anointed that woman with oil, prayed for her, and right there in front of the paramedics, the woman received her sight. Now, the problem with that is that the problem is not that the world don't believe. A lot of the unbelief we're fighting is church. Because everything has to be seen as believing. So we come to church with cell phones so we can record a mirror. To post it as if it's something out of this world. See, I'm going to put some folks to sleep. They the main ones with phones. Hallelujah to God. And, 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 and the norm, miracles are supposed to be the norm in the body of Christ among the believers. We are supposed to be posting stuff on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram as if it's some phenomenon.
changed me. He said, I consult the counsel of my own will. Who can advise me? If I was hungry, who would I tell? How creation gonna put a demand on God when creation couldn't even maintain dominion? They don't want me to come to the little coffee, but I shut it down with the little cheap coffee and juice. We quit. We need to quit lying to God's people. You couldn't even keep your dominion, man. How you gonna put a demand on Almighty God? You allow a snake to deceive you, and you can put a demand on God. They don't read the Bible. It took Jesus to restore the dominion. No man could get the dominion back. But it was man that lost it. So how are you gonna put a demand on God? To do something for you when you couldn't even put the servant in check with your dominion. I wish I had a church in here. You can't even keep the devil out of your own house. How you gonna put a demand on God? You can't even get your mind back. How you gonna put a demand on God? You can't even rebuke the devil when he's when he's messing with you in the service. You give in to your own flesh. How you gonna put a demand on God? You can't even keep your pants up. You can't even keep your dresses down. But you gonna put a demand on God? Lord have mercy. You can't even turn your plate down. You can't even pray. You can't even watch one hour. But you're going to put a demand on God? We can't do what, what he was required of us to do. He told us to forgive. He told us to pray. He told us to be light. He told us to be soft. And we struggle in doing that. But we can put a demand on God. Why don't you take all of that demanding power and demand you to do what he has commanded you to do. Because the working and the doing is not on God. The working and the doing is on you and me. Because everything that God has, God did, he's already done. Uh, we put the demand. God, go, go over there and command now, no, 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 no. They put a demand on God. Put a demand on God that he speak tonight. These foolish services. God telling the people, it put a demand in the atmosphere. Demand God to move tonight. Put a demand on God. No, you don't need to put a demand on God. If you bring faith and obedience, uh, 
I don't know what Bible y'all reading out of. I'm just going to quote from the Bible I read. <laughs> Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Not where you put a demand on God. Where the spirit of the Lord is, I'm going to get some clapback. I know I'm going to get some clapback. All of you, because when, when people in error, they believe lies for years, they come against somebody who tell them the truth. But they'll rather fight against the truth than they will fight against the truth, stay in error. Then they go open up the book and read what it says. I love them. Because they ain't going to win. They ain't gonna win because I'm in the book. The book, you, you, you're not gonna come to the scriptures. The word is so plain that a fool on earth and a child can understand. So if you're a fool, you choose to be one. You're certainly a fool if you're gonna oppose the book. If you're gonna try to come against and try to debate the book, you're a fool. But the Bible says, a fool says that there's no God. I got to say that. So, what you're basically saying is there's no God if you're going to fight against his word. Because his word is him. He is his word. So you can't say you for God, but you go against his word. Right. See that? I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. Y'all cold. Okay. That thing more hollow? Okay. Thank you, sir. So, here it is. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been real. That's Jewish. Facebook live, all the temple live, everybody. How y'all doing? Praise God. Pastor, I'm preaching tired. I gotta go. I done did what I called to do. Here it is. Sure, faith, the spirit of holy, there is living. There is liberation. There is freedom. He says, Whosoever, yeah, I go again, he keeps bringing me back. Whosoever should call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What verse says, shall be delivered? Yeah, yeah. Huh? What that? Shall be saved. Uh -huh. Shall be delivered. He'll show up. He inhabits the praises of his people. You don't have to put a demand on Just be his people and praise Make sure you want to hear because the book is very clear, which means he don't inhabit everybody's praise. Because if you are not his people, he ain't in your praise. Right. Not at all. The book is very clear. That's how it is. People, that you can be deceived into thinking you praise God. But if you are not one of his, and he is not in you. That's why the Bible says, bodily exercise, prophet blood. And a lot of services are just gymnasiums. 
aerobic courses. They just having, they just having, they just having uh, aerobics class. Any service? They, they, they went to the gym in a, in a suit, Bishop Johnson. They came to the gym in a church dress. You went to work out in heels? Listen, listen, listen. If you were going to the gym, you should have cooked them heels off. They put on some sneaks. Huh? See, I, I didn't come to the gym. I came to the sanctuary. Because this is where he grew up. And he inhabits the praise of his people. So if, 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 my job is to make sure I'm his, I remain his, and when I praise, he shows up. I don't like to put a demand. Y'all see now, well, see, I got the t-shirt. See, the only way it's going to make sense, you got to hear it. And you got to teach it. And when you rightly divide the word, the word will make sense out of a lot of stuff we've done that didn't make no sense. And them jokers still saying that stuff. Put a demand on the floor. Oh, Speak, speak in your heavenly language. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Because the Bible says you can only speak at the Spirit. Give us. The gifts of the Spirit works as the Spirit wills. You can't just start talking in a tongue for somebody to say, speak in your heavenly language. First of all, you ain't never been to heaven yet. So what, how do you know how to speak a heavenly language when you ain't never been there? It takes the Holy Ghost who's been there and who is there. He's both teaching. See, see. It takes the Holy Ghost to speak heavenly language. So there it is again. There go my foundation. There go my backup. Y'all, this ain't that. So, so anybody want to challenge that? There go the reference. They don't like that, brother. I'm teaching real good. There go the reference. Speaking in heavenly language. Everybody, all y'all, all y'all, all y'all, all y'all, all y'all, all y'all, all Need to call the paddy wagons. Line them up outside that parking lot and take every last one of them. Because Paul said, How's that edifying? If an unbeliever walks in the door who don't know the Spirit, who don't know the works and the moving of the Holy Ghost, he would su suppose that we are all mad. That's it. That's it. We, as a people, cannot be so gullible that we follow anything.
Watch this. We should, we're supposed to be followers of Christ. We don't supposed to be followers of man that's leading us in error. No. Right? Followship has restrictions. Followership has rules and revelations. And followership is connected to discipleship, which is connected to Jesus. Not to man, not to flesh. We got it all wrong. We'll follow man, but won't follow Jesus. It is the great commission come from Jesus. When man give us a command, we'll line up. We'll become a we'll become a soldier formation, and we'll even fight people for the man. But when it comes to Jesus, we are silence of the land. We are fight somebody for talking about our pastor, but the world disrespect Jesus all around. And we won't say a word. You will fight over flesh, but you won't defend the Savior. You're backwards. You're backwards. Our problems are wrong. That's why I tell you all it's ridiculous. Well, they were talking about you, and I had to do what I had to do. And I'm going to look at you and say, You are the ridiculous one. Right. I'm not going to thank you. I'm not going to say good job because you were ridiculous. You defend Christ. The Lord said he'll curse them to curse me and bless them to bless me. He'll fight the battle. You trying to do his job. That's why you're not, watch this, that's why you're not doing his work because you're trying to do his job. Don't worry about it. It'll hit you tomorrow. You so busy trying to you so busy trying to do his job, and that's why you can't do your work. He gave you a work to do. You let him do his job. You do your work. Because when he judge you, he not he's not gonna judge you on you trying to do his job. When we stand before God, He's going to judge us based upon our work. And it has to be the work that He told you to do. Not what you took on. Not what somebody said they saw on you. You know how many people are going to be disappointed when they get to heaven? Because they've been wasting all these years being busy doing what people say they look like, doing what they wanted. There are folk that want a pastor, don't have no pastor calling whatsoever. Not at all. I just believe God will call me pastor. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. But if you have any idea what entails, pastor entails, you'd be running for your life. Uh-huh. I'm serious. Everybody want a pastor. I don't know why. What you gonna do? Make it easy for me? Boy, them jokers gonna them jokers gonna give you something to work with. Let me tell you. 
And I keep telling these, these, these people that, that's, that's hurt and broken and bitter, and they want to pass the church. Uh -huh. So they can draw a whole bunch of bitter, rebellious, uh -huh. hurt people. Oh, you have a church full of them, kind of yeah. But them jokers going to turn on you. You're going to sit there, go pay to them. Oh, I understand. I love you. You know, oh, we got a lot of folks. And I, I used to tell them, I said, you go start your church and use that formula. And I'll see you in six months. But they're going to wear you out. You're going to always have to affirm them, validate them. They're going to turn on you when you don't validate them. You're going to see the other side that you ain't seen. Not the gifted side. The devilish side. You're going to see, you're going to see, you're going to see them same folk that honor you on that official. They're going to trash your name on social media. You're right. And you look feeling hurt already. You don't like when somebody hurt your feelings and you and you were laboring? Well, I'll be trying to tell them, Mr. John, I, I'm like, I know about trying to get to you, but you need to know what you're walking into. You, 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 you going to come some Sundays, church going to be packed. Calls all out in the parking lot. And you going to come some Sundays, you going to count seven people. You can't count some service. You got to preach like the house is packed. And, and and that and that and that and that full course meal that the Lord usually cooks Saturday night, uh -huh. you can't put it up in the refrigerator because there ain't a bunch of folks. That's right. And serve them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You got to serve the baked chicken, the barbecue chicken. You got to serve the mac and cheese. You got to serve the shrimp. And then leftovers put it up. You can't change. When you don't see what you want. You got to stay true. I wish I had. All this little petty stuff we do when we mad at each other. And we hold grudges and we don't speak. You can't do that as a pastor. You can't chase side. You can't get up here and preach at folks. Because you mad. That's right. You got to love folks. You got to forgive people who want to apologize to you. There are folk that ain't apologized yet. That's right. And I'm still pastoring the book. Yes. 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 Watch them from home. That's right. But I love them dearly. Yeah. You can't hold them. You gotta love them. Right. And you can't show favor to them. You gotta love everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta love everybody. Yeah. Is that possible if you want to do it? It's possible. And you've got to be able to see the good in spite of the bad. But at the same time, don't put too much attention on their good that you've never addressed the bad. Uh oh, see after that. See, y'all don't want that. See, you always want to, oh, I see good in you. I see God go use you. I see God, but, oh, Lord. No, I got to tell you. Because all that good ain't no good if you don't deal with the but. Amen. But there is a conjunction. But is a conjunction. That means this is.
gotta we gotta deal with this. You yeah, you gifted, but you got a bad attitude. Yeah. Yeah. You gifted. God got a call on you, like, yeah, he's gonna use you. But your heart ain't right. You got a pride problem. Somebody encourage you in your head's way. Yes. So what you're doing, you are revealing that a lot of your works is done to seek attention in order to gain affirmation. So when you don't feel like you're somebody, you'll do stuff in order to get attention. So that somebody can say good thing. And then you hear good job. You will sleep. If people don't understand, there are people who struggle with that. Because that's the only way they feel. And it's a hurtful place to be. It's a hurtful place to see a person in that place. At the same time, you gotta be mindful. You can't cater to the problem. You got to help the little person. And so you got to remind the person the problem can't be fed. I didn't come to feed the problem. I came to feed you. And you gotta know how to separate you from the problem. Because if you don't learn how to separate you from the problem, you will become the problem. You will. And then you will begin to call you problem. You'll begin to call yourself problem. And so any and everybody that comes into your life, you don't want to be with me. You don't want me in your life. I ain't nothing. I ain't nothing. What you do, you sabotage, you sabotage relationships, you sabotage friendships, you you run everybody away that wants to love you and help you and, and make you better. You you, you you treat them as if they are the opposition. Because you have taken on the nature of the problem. Because problems have a problem being solved. <laughs> it ain't the it ain't the devil that's fighting the solution. Listen, listen. It ain't your past that's fighting the solution. It's the problem. The problem don't want to leave. And whatever it seeks to do, whatever it has to do, it will do. Even if it's deceiving you into thinking that you are it. And the problem will convince you, you are me. Oh, my. Oh, God. <laughs> and, so, and so you got people walking around looking at themselves as the problem. Because they have conformed to the problem. And the problem has deceived them into thinking. That they are the problem. Yeah. And this is the point and the purpose of the problem. 
deceiving the people to think that they're the problem. Because if you focus on the person being the problem, the problem is convinced that you will never address me. Right. So problems are manipulative. Yes. Yeah. They are masters at manipulating people to keep them. To hold. some of y'all said, right up again, you 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 know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about, because I know what I'm talking about. And if I know what I'm talking about, I know some of us in here know what I'm talking about. Because because you can go for a period of time and you blaming yourself. Yes. Making more out of the problem than you. Amen. You say stuff like, you'd be better off leave me alone. And I'm going to tell you the danger in that. If they was to do that, the problem would leave you too. Right. Then you'd be stuck alone with no help, no love, no assistance. No support. And then, watch this, then you will turn, in turn, this is where a lot of folks commit suicide. Yeah. No, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. Y'all need to read, you need to research. But this is where a lot of folks take their life. This is where a lot of folks walk back to the world and backslide and turn it back on God because they, they, they bit into the deception of the problem. And when they ran everybody away, they was left with nothing. And they saw no other option but to either return back where they come from or take their life. That's why we see the suicide rate so high, especially among children. Teenagers. Older people. All ages. Suicide rate is going all the time because people believe if I end it, it's over. No, it's not. Because the Bible says God doesn't give up life. The Lord gives the Lord take it. How can it be over if you take your life? You have no life to take because you had no life to give. So how is that the end of your problem? That's the end. That is the beginning of your judgment. That is. See, y'all ain't saying. And so we got to we got to teach and preach, and we got to tell people you 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 need to stop. You need to stop giving too much attention to your problem. And you need to start giving more attention to God, so that He can help you, the person, and get delivered from the problem. It's simple, y'all. We make this thing hard. We ain't got to struggle with the stuff we're struggling with. You know what we're struggling with? Because we want to be in control. You ain't in control. You deceived. Because even when it comes to your flesh, you ain't in control. That's right. If you cater to what your flesh wants, your flesh is running your life. Not you. You don't run nothing. It's a deception. Yes. Because either God is leading you or the devil or your flesh. You still ain't in control. That's right. Not at all. Free will don't give you control. That's right. <laughs> Free will gives you some responsibilities you ain't signed up for. Free will will cause you to pay what you don't have the money to pay. That's right. 
take you further than you want to go. Keep you longer than you want to stay. Cost you more than you want to pay. But quit falling, quit falling free will. <laughs> free will get you in debt. <laughs> and then leave you. And them people calling you, they ain't calling free will. <laughs> they calling you by name. Excuse me, Mr. So-and-so, are you ready to make this payment? What you gonna do is you gonna tell the builder that no, you need to call free will. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. You can't call free will and collect no debt. You can't call free will and collect and make no payments. There's no such thing. You know who they come, they're coming after? Us. Did you hear what the Lord was telling us today? Did y'all really hear it? It's, it's, we got to return back to what we know. We've gotten off as a body, body of Christ. We've gotten off way off. We 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 see more entertainment than anyone. We don't we don't see the ruling more miracle working power of God. We don't, we don't see it. Phrase breaks have taken over. That's all we see now. Phrase breaks. No deliverance. No change. We know that the praise break church. That ain't no reputation. What? That's something to boast about. If you want to get your praise on, get your dance on, come to our church. What? I ain't driving all the way out of town to come to your church to dance. I ain't dancing my little girl. You done lost your mind. Well, you'd be surprised how many people would gas up, pack up, and go there just to see the experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go. We are following him. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you why. Because we don't have no roots. But a tree that's planted is not easily moved. Right. Stop saying you rooted and grounded and planted when you easily move. You ain't no plan. You go every and anywhere, following anybody, listen to anything. You ain't no plan. You ain't got no roots. You what, you what I call a surface saint. Wherever the wind blows, they, they, yeah. wherever the wind blow, there you go. No roots. Not ground. That's another thing to use cliche I'm rooted. I'm ground. More than just words. When you're rooted and grounded, you speak up. There's that wrong error to speak up. The conversation one other day, somebody misquoted the scripture. Said that's not right. It's automatic. I can't help it. It's my job to make the whole thing count. I said, oh brother, that ain't right. You need to quote that right. But if you misquote that, that that changes the definition. That ain't what the book says. Where we 
what did it say there? See, can't help you because you got attitude. Right. And you're supposed to be a pastor. Can't help you, Brian. See, because we so arrogant. We we so caught up in us. We think we right when we need. That's right. I didn't disrespect him. I didn't call him out in front of his congregation. I didn't call him out in front of the blue boys. Just me and him. That's right. So, brother, that's not right. I ain't going to prove it. But you can prove it. Pull it up. I'm going to prove it. Well, I'm paraphrasing. No, you're in error. You're saying you're paraphrasing because I called you out. Uh-huh. If I would let you be, we would still be good. How can you turn against me for me helping you? That's right. Yeah. Now show me who's the one that I'm trying to help you, brothers. You gotta give them a count of all those souls you got. And you can't be misquoting scripture. No. Because see, if you misquote that, somebody in your congregation gonna recite what you say. They're gonna walk out the door and repeat it, and they're gonna be an error. You are responsible for that, sir. I'm just trying to help you. You always okay, yes, sir. Yeah, I go back to my own, my own song. Because I, as I said before, I don't bother nobody. You really got to, you really, really, really got to be determined to be wrong. If somebody can't correct you. And uh, he, he talked to himself. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Mr. Johnson. What is that? I've been sleeping. We don't want to be ashamed 
We thank you for life that more abundantly. And Lord, continue, oh God, to save souls everywhere. Reclaim backsliders and touch men and women and sons and daughters, families all over the world. We pray for the government. We pray for this nation. We pray for the condition of our country. We pray for the condition of the whole world. You are the Savior. You come to seek in this day that which was lost. Unite us even the more that we may bring you glory. Prove us where we need to be proved. Sharpen us where we need to be sharpened. We want to produce, we want to bring forth much fruit. Keep us connected to the vine. And allow us, oh God, to bring forth that fruit. Lord, I've done what you told me to do. And I said what you told me to say. Get the glory out of it all. Restore the virtue back in me, I pray. And count it done. In Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. We thank the Lord for all of the saints of God who have watched us on live. We are grateful for those who shall watch on Spotify and YouTube and TV broadcasts. And we pray that you all were blessed by the service and the word today. And we want you to know that we love you. And we pray for you. And until we meet again, we'll see you all on Wednesday night for Bible study teaching. Come on, let's make those small.